Welcome back, Literary Slammers, to another Maritime Monday episode of Shuffleware, and let's go, girls. I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling all right. I'm gonna let the ripper out. You'll want to make some noise. Maybe raise your voice. I'm not gonna let you scream and shout. Because he, like, grabs Sophie by the throat and prevents her from screaming. Uh I'm Anna. (laughs) And I'm M. And I did think at first when you started that it was going to be from the perspective of one of the Ripper's victims. Oh, yeah, no. I feel like it is better that it was from Jack the Ripper. It was Jack having a grand old time because literally this this book is all about Jack's uh, welcome back to. It's exactly the what world I said it would be in the last yeah. episode. I was like, book two is going to be about Jack the Ripper, and then they're going to solve the Jack the Ripper thing at the end of book two, and then and book then three the is going to be about the iceberg, and that's exactly <laughs> how it worked out. And honestly, with a lot of Patty running from yes uh, people, and yeah. honestly, they really needed. I I know we doubted the Jack the Ripper stuff in book yeah. one. Yeah. It was necessary because this book was was it hella boring. <laughs> oh well, yeah. From that perspective, <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was just, I was like, thank God there's a murder on board. So my brain has something to latch on to. Something to talk about, something to discuss. This book was just as bad as the first one in terms of it. What I I don't care for these children. Um, I don't care for any of the shenanigans they get up to that aren't related to uh, trying to find one of history's mysteries, serial killers. And this might be a little bit of a spoiler for next episode, but Mm -hmm. the next book, when there was, you know, the sinking happening. Did you guys know the Titanic sank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (sighs) That was much more interesting. So it was Uh, an interesting premise for a book, not a book series. Yeah, make it one longer book. I know, Gordon, that your trilogy is your signature scent, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you do need to maybe try... Just a standalone for this one. Redo it. Yeah. And by redo it, I mean delete the first two from <laughs> and just the have the last catalog. one. Just yeah. I mean, you know, like that writing advice where it's like you want to start like you know immediately right. where the action starts. Like you start with the sound of the iceberg scraping yes. along the side of the ship, and, and you just go from there. Because and the thing is, he kind of did it right because like in the first yeah. book, it was like prologue. The Titanic is sinking, and we need to deal with that. What? And then we went back in time to deal with a bunch of stuff that wasn't the Titanic that had nothing sinking. Nothing to do with the Titanic sinking. Just very silly. More to do with a 14, 15, who knows how old year old running around a ship trying he to is evade capture. 14 as of this book. I swear to Did God. Did he have he, a birthday? I swear to God they said he was 13 in the last book. Did Patty have a birthday? He must have. Titanic. His birthday was. His birthday was April 11th. The, uh, April 11th. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Really unfortunate. <laughs> Bad timing. I mean, I guess also, though, maybe that would be good for him because it's like he's an orphan. He doesn't have any family or friends to celebrate his birthday. So he can kind of mm-hmm. take his mind off of it by having other things going on, like the Titanic being about to sink and there being a serial killer, you know? Yeah. So maybe it was good. Maybe it was for the best yeah. that his birthday was. It was like one of those murder mystery parties, but it was a real murder. But and it was real. Mystery. And it was a mystery if he would survive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiple ways. Multiple. You know, threats from every <laughs> threats from every angle, really. Honestly. Some natural, some man. Yeah. Some natural man. Some natural man. We read the second book in Gordon Corman's <laughs> Titanic series called Collision Course. <laughs> you know, though. You saw, again, you, know. you saw the yeah, episode the title. Yeah. The title is we the title. We want to give you credit. Yeah. Well, you I are have intelligent listeners. Many times thought about starting to either number the episodes or um, mm-hmm. put like a fun quippy thing in the episode title so that it's more attractive to people deciding to listen or not but you know i'm just like yeah but if you want to find that one episode that feels like yeah it would be that's hard, hard you know if you want to listen we'd run to out the, of title ideas right if you want to listen to the little house on the prairie episode you don't have to you don't want to have to 13 you gotta scroll yeah you, it is episode 13 but it's um, real good you don't but you don't want to have to like go through a bunch of titles and be like was it the one that's called like old man shovel hands i can't remember all the bits you know that's i don't true. know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we should give an alternate title to each episode in during the episode mm. and then you you guys will comment down below that will that would the name the secret name of the episode and that yeah. will boost our engagement here on youtube mm. uh 
on YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just, that's what they do on YouTube. It's not really. Oh, it was that's, confusing because I thought that was yeah. like a dig at me because I used to put them on YouTube and then I 100% mm-hmm. gave up on that. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. You it's know what? It's been a long time. I had someone comment one time on one of our YouTube videos that the sound was messed up and I had done the sound all in the left side instead of both. And I said, burn it to the ground and never returned. Excellent. So, Excellent. If you want to know how I would deal with being on the Titanic. <laughs> she would jump immediately. That would be in the like, water. No, no, ma'am. Really, it's just a small scratch. Oh, she's in the water. <laughs> Again. We didn't breach the hole at all. Oh, there she goes. There she goes. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I, what was, oh, so I, last, last time we talked about a Titanic book, we did ask people to write in with their suggestions of what mm-hmm. they thought was going to be the history's mysteries. Only two people so far have gotten it correct. And I say so far because we are recording this shortly after that episode released. So I know people will probably, you all don't listen to the podcast episodes the second they come out. Some of you do, but not all of you do. Uh, those are our real fans. You got the rest of your disposers, but who is the uh, second only person? two people correctly guess Jack the Ripper. Who is the second Someone person? on Twitter. Oh, uh, I need to f- pay yeah. attention to our Twitter more. Yes, Arthur on Twitter um, got the answer correct. And our friend, listener, um, everything, et cetera, et cetera, Hannah, also got it correct. A lot of people, and by which I mean Nazis. two people, but it's funny. Like, it's like if I had a nickel for every time someone guessed Nazis for a thing that takes place in 1912. Uh, um, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's funny that it happened twice, right? It's like one of those things. Yes, um, yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, two people, and one of them was your husband. Yeah. Well, My brother. I mm-hmm. share genetics with him. Yeah. Upsetting. He teaches people. For <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, yeah, no, I, I was pleased with the, uh, with, the, with the guesses. They were very funny, um, and also two of them were very correct. So Good two job. of you win – the coveted uh, title of Supreme Literary Slummer. Mm-hmm. Um, now the rest of you know what you're competing for. So, like, pick up the fucking pace, all right? Yeah. Get on yeah. it. Yeah, get on it. I honestly thought the book, this was going to be, uh, this guy is a huge dick and is, like, very obviously, like, he hates women. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, you oh, know, they fully. come up. Yeah, they come up with this whole thing like, oh, well, he he's handicapped now. And so that's probably why the killing stopped, because he must have gotten an injury that didn't allow him to do killings anymore. But this is going to be a red herring, right? This is going to be like a cop who was obsessed with the case. 100 percent. Yeah. Retired police officer. Right. Nah, it was full on. Just this is some warrior cat stuff. This is it was full on. (laughs) It was a ripper is a ripper is a ripper. A ripper is a ripper. And you can always tell a ripper by the way he rips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, no nuance or anything. No, no uh, fun red herrings. Just no. I they was, got him. They got our. The, they got our man. Till the last second, I was still expecting it to be Juliana's father. <laughs> that would have been nice. Or uh, the other thing I thought might happen before he turned into turned out to be like such a total dick bag mm-hmm. was that. Um, he was going to be revealed to be a ripper ripper, you know, someone who hunts rippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's why the classic ripper yeah, ripper. A classic yeah. ripper ripper. Um, and because some of the stuff he was saying about, like, I have to continue my very important work. And I was injured in a mysterious accident. I was like, yeah, the ripper got him. The ripper got you. The you ripper lost that him. fight with the ripper. Yeah. And once you. Hi, I'm Jack, the Jack, the ripper ripper. <laughs> once you get, once ripper ripper gets ripped by the ripper, they can't ripper rip again. <laughs> that's one of those like classic tongue twisters they're teaching in school these days yeah Uh, classic classic it's also kind of starting to get to the point where ripper is no longer sounding like a word no it doesn't at all (laughs) anyway so this book we should start a true kind podcast really good and sensitive about everything it's a good thing that this was about a murder a hundred years ago hundred plus years ago yeah um we wouldn't <laughs> maybe we wouldn't not do well we should not be entrusted to handle any topic with any sort of sensitivity i think yeah um you know what you know we were never gonna do is a true crime unit on this never podcast. never in never. our lives but maybe if we did do that unit we could like drink cocktails at the same time so we'd be kind of those cool and edgy podcasters who have a little twist, have to, a their twist to their true, true crime, crime. Yeah. we really have to st- stop dunking on true crime 
we've it's done kind it. of past its heyday isn't it yeah yeah but also not and also like they're all in documentaries now we're not documentarians we're not documentarians also it's just like i get it's if you dunk on true crime, there's, like, this thing about, like, if you're anti-true... It's very much... We're not anti-women's interests. We're not we're just... anti-women's interests. But it's, like, the same dynamic mm. as, like, Raylo shippers versus... Um, follow follow with me here. Raylo okay, okay. shippers versus... Uh, uh, this is the second week in a row. We've... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's really haunting my memory. Um, <laughs> what's the other... The Ray... Ray uh, Oh, no, Ray Finn shippers. Ray Finn. Finn Ray. Where, Finn Ray? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they call themselves. I don't know. Um, where it's like, yeah, they might have like valid arguments about it, but then it just turns into being like, you're racist, you hate gay people mm, um, yeah. from both sides, you know? Um, I feel One like it's that like, with true crime you're where not it's like. sensitive towards the victims' families on the other side. Like, <laughs> so it's like women. you hate women. <laughs> you hate white women specifically? <laughs> we do. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it because she is one. Now uh, start crying. <laughs> I would please look for our apology episode on our very secret Patreon, <laughs> where we uh, apologize for all the the harm we've brought to the true crime community. Where we apologize that you got offended at our words, but that's not what was our intention. That wasn't our intention. Yeah, this is like misconstruing. This is like eighteen layers of social commentary and meta text we've gone too deep we have to dig our way back to the surface hold on oh my god if swim, we die in the meta, like, we die in real life swim like you're drowning after the titanic sun <laughs> oh we're there we're, oh my god thank you for throwing that life raft out into the sea of satirical misogyny we were stuck in thank you Take a deep breath. Ooh. We're back at the, the surface. Now, quick, we're back. Gordon, head, we're here. And for a door, we're freezing to death. Oh, no. Now I've gotten us too deep in a Titanic RPG situation. Oh, no. Oh. oh, man. Man. Okay, so this book. Right, let's all take a deep breath let's together. All, let's all take a zen moment together, a calming moment. Let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> silence for those who were killed by jack the ripper and, and the titanic iceberg the titanic. Oh. was that a skype sound no i was having a moment of silence i didn't even i'm hear. so sorry skype made a sound it went yes. like, Boop. you ruined the moment of silence I'm so- <laughs> that's so disrespectful of you i'm sorry please look for our apology <laughs> video our super secret youtube channel um so gordon so gordon Gordon, you brought for us today a uh, a little morsel of life aboard the Titanic in 1912. Um, we got our four children. They're still they're still up to their stuff, doing things. Um, uh, the this book again features Patty heavily. Uh, mm-hmm. Patty's definitely main character here, right? Yeah. Um, he spends the whole book fleeing from the staff. Um, aboard the Titanic. He thinks he's got his situation covered, right? He goes down to steerage. He's down with the third class um, passengers, and he's found a nice woman to pretend that Patty is one of her sons. And uh, the steward of third class or whoever isn't really buying it. He's like, I'll be back with uh, that list of passengers, and I'll prove to you you don't have five kids. You only have four. And she's like, do it, bitch. There um, were so many references to the fact that she had so many children. Like people like her yeah. kids would be like, What's one more boy amongst all these boys? She's just got a bevy of boys aboard it's this. One boat. more boy. Like, like <laughs> there's all, I mean, like, I don't know if maybe he originally wrote it to be like thirteen boys and someone was like, That's a stereotype, you can't do that. It's that Catholic family. <laughs> right. But like four boys, I mean it's it's not a small family, but it's not that many you know that it would be remarked upon all the time in this manner no i thought it was a normal size family for the time right but apparently <laughs> apparently it was apparently it wasn't um so he gets in yeah <laughs> he he's got it good with her but then he gets he gets caught again and he's all running and he runs back to first class and he's like i can't hide here everyone here recognizes me 
So he runs into Juliana's room and Juliana finds him there. And she's like, what are you doing here? My dad can't catch you here. He really hates pores. Like you got to go, my man. Uh, I'm going to go find Alfie and Alfie will figure out what to do with you. So they um, get Alfie. They bring him to cargo and uh, or, like through a, through a series, like Juliana's like, tell Alfie I need a hat. Meet me in cargo. But she and she and Sophie like don't show up. They just send Patty to the cargo. Alfie goes and he's like, hey, I'm here getting a hat for Juliana. And Patty's like, she doesn't need a hat. You need to help me find a new home. Um, and Alfie's like, this is a very bad idea. And Patty's like, let's just start opening up trunks and I'm going to live in one until mm-hmm. we get to New York. Normal 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 um and in the in the course of breaking into one of these trunks and making a home for himself they knock over a leather case that's broken falls open and out of it comes the scrapbook paper that matches the scrapbook of jack the ripper mementos that they found before uh the handwriting matches it's got some nasty like teeth and skin and shit in it i don't know um, but this time they know who the luggage belongs to because it has a tag on it and it belongs to someone in the room A-17. That's Jack the Ripper. He's staying in that room. Now, I am not yet a Ripper. I hope you do not choose to become well, one. It depends on not several things. Not yet a Ripper. Yeah, exactly. Not um, yet the opposite of Ripper. <laughs> ripper, Ripper. <laughs> um, but if I was... I simply would not put all of my scrapping things in the <laughs> luggage that was being stowed away from me. I would simply when you keep, keep them with, with you, me, or at least I don't know, sew them into a secret pocket. It just seems <laughs> it he's seems really like loosey goosey with it to have the scrapbook. Hey, even even if we're, you know. It's saying, well, he's he's a maniac, and so he it doesn't make sense, of course. He wanted they, to get caught. They don't really play that angle or anything like that, but let's let's pretend that for a second. Um, you would think that like this scrapbook that he's carried around and I don't know masturbated over for twenty four years. Disgusting. Um, I mean, what else is what else do serial killers do with that shit? I have like, no idea. Um, let's ask. One. Let's ask a true crime podcast. <laughs> Okay. We have to let them be. We have to we let have them to rest. Stop. Okay, but <laughs> all right. If I if I had well, a very sentimental item that mm-hmm. was my only reminder of my heyday as a murderer of prostitutes, okay, or maybe not ask- prostitutes, depending on you know who you're talking to. Um, <laughs> I would I would probably keep that with me. Just like yeah. I would want to look at it, and I don't know, pet the teeth or whatever it is he does with it. I've got, okay, another group we can dunk on and feel okay. a little bit better about. Murderers? No. Uh, men who peaked in high school. Yeah. Do you masturbate over your le- letterman's jackets? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Checking in with you guys. Just check it in. Um, <laughs> you guys got there and you like rip other coats up because they're not your letterman's jackets? Yeah. And then do you take pieces of them and form them into a new letterman's jacket? Hmm. I'm not following the full metaphor here. Me either. I've kind okay. of lost it. I was like, uh, it was kind he... of like a scrapbook situation. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe yeah, he I put patches thinking, on his Letterman's I was jackets. You were suggesting a Frankenstein-esque situation in which he yeah. was using the pieces to build a new woman, which a Franken you know, jacket. I don't know. Like Jack the Ripper was. Mm. Maybe he was. We don't Maybe. know his full backstory. I mean. He might have been on the Titanic. We simply don't know. Let's ask the, the guest in room A17. Let's. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, Who's knock. There? Hello. Hello, Hello sir. it's me, Jack the Ripper. We <laughs> I mean, not Jack not the Ripper. Not Jack the Ripper. Are you a woman? I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. What else happens in this book? There's a dessert that catches on fire. Sophie is still so embarrassed by her suffragette mother. Um, there's there's like a fire in the in the dining. I was gonna say dining cart, but this is not a train. And um, the dining room would be the normal way of saying that. Mm. 
Um, there's a fire because they the perhaps. the chef makes cherries flambe something something, and the person carrying the tray tips it over, and a tablecloth catches on fire, and all of these big rich men are like, oh, fire, and they're running. Where Sophie's mom goes and gets a fire hide uh, fire extinguisher and puts the fire out, and everyone's like, yeah. Honestly, I have great news for all of these guys. Yeah, you're surrounded by water. You could have fixed this. Just they were just like you though. They were just the gonna side. go jump in the water and <laughs> risk take a risk. <laughs> time to time to bail. <laughs> uh, this is why I leave my bathtub full at all times in case I catch on fire. In case I catch on fire. Um <laughs> I'm always at least halfway submerged. It's kind I will of take like- no risks. It's kind of like the girls from H2O, that, uh-huh. that show about mermaids that I never actually watched, but I've seen enough clips of that I think I get the premise. Yeah. Where it's like, if they get wet, they turn into a they mermaid. They turn into a mermaid. Yeah. But the reverse of that, where if I get if you dry, dry you I catch spontaneously on fire? combust. It's tragic. It is. <laughs> For only five cents a week, you can sponsor this poor reverse mermaid. Save her from spontaneously combusting. In the arms of the angels. In the arms of the elementals. <laughs> this episode is really gone away from us. There's nothing that happens in this book. We can't. Yeah, honestly. You you read for 160 pages. And then on that 161st page, like the iceberg is hit. And then it's like, go to book three. <laughs> It okay. really, truly is. Both of these books are just the prologue for the third book. It is really upsetting because, Gordon, we really expected we a expected lot from you. Better. You delivered us two perfect <laughs> series already, uh, Son of the Mob and yes. uh, Dive. And I just... We had no complaints about either of those historically. <laughs> None whatsoever. Don't to listen to those episodes. Trust I don't us. know why he hasn't won some sort of Pulitzer or Nobel Peace Prize or whatever... I think he has won awards for like some of his shit. Just not surely not Titanic. Not not Titanic. <laughs> not a Pulitzer. Is this a uh, uh, Caldecott? No, that's picture books. Is this a Newberry? Is that? Is that be. one? Um. <laughs> Sophie's Sophie Sophie's mom puts out the fire and she's like, "Look, I stand before you, a woman with a fire extinguisher, and you men." are weak votes for women and there's like silence and sophie's just like please i want to die this is so embarrassing it's like no sophie you're embarrassing <laughs> yeah but also her mom is embarrassing it's a little bit but Mainly, you know what she but- has a cause that she's passionate about and how many of us can say that we're passionate about anything but my embarrassment for her mom is i mean <laughs> i'm passionate about a lot of things like ripping or <laughs> ripping alter- rippers or alternatively ripping rippers depending you know what uh what this <laughs> is sort of a, a robert frost which road do i take you know um yeah 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 <laughs> i'd rip the rip less ripped exactly but i'm not embarrassed by her mom because she's loud and a feminist i'm b- embarrassed by her because she doesn't actually say things that are feminist most of the time it's just like what was the one thing she said that i was just like would you shut the fuck up already um because it was something like oh oh when she's when she's standing in front of the men i think it's in the fire extinguisher scene where she's like the weakest of us the women and children like she says that and i'm like mm-hmm. no like she thinks she's better than other women yeah yeah that's kind of the vibe i get from her <sighs> And just like, I think we do owe her a slight apology because we were like, maybe she doesn't care about class issues, but she at least cares about one poor kid. She does care about one poor kid. And that makes Mm -hmm. uh, everything okay. That makes everything okay. You only need to love one poor kid. You need to accept a poor kid into your heart and then it's fine that you're rich. Mm -hmm. For five cents a week. For five cents a week. sponsor. You too can accept a poor kid. You too. You two could sponsor a stowaway on the doomed Titanic. <laughs> that would actually go a long way. Five cents. Yeah. Yeah. We should start this program. On we should. Patreon. Open up that Sario rip. Let's go. Yeah. 
uh, speaking of rips, we meet the man who is Jack the Ripper. The man, the mystery. <laughs> the, the legend. Um, <laughs> so Alfie, Alfie, he's a steward in first class, and he is called in to help with this very nasty, mean old man who uh, is just like snapping at everybody um, and being really rude. And and then he makes like this this comment about Alfie's mom being like, I bet your mom fucking sucks. And Alfie's like, I've had it with you, sir, and storms away. But he already um, knows that because the first that is time true. he already knows the first time him. he meets him is during this fire incident where they're like escort him back mm-hmm. to his room and they go and what room is it a 17 so wow. it's like oh fuck he's the ripper and it's like and this then- would have been more of a moment if this guy wasn't introduced two seconds before you know <laughs> yeah but he had been like it should have been mr mountjoy yes. who's the one like that was already stalking the two young girls on board the ship right. that would have made more sense i could never figure out what we were supposed to feel towards mr mountjoy because like He's the fat character, so he's just funny. So he's, he's just, just funny because he's relief. fat and he takes up space. And Look, he can't even get his life jacket on. What a fatty. People don't want to listen to him. It, yeah, it was... It was rude. Especially, we'll talk more in the third book, but, yeah. you know. Uh, oh, yeah, that is in the third book. Sorry, batch recording. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, There's no, just nothing that the, happens in this book. Not that specific incident. The other incident with him in the third book that I want to talk about. Okay. Put a pin in that Put for two weeks from now, weeks. you guys. Yeah. So he suspects that this man is probably the Ripper. Yeah. And so he, and he starts taking jobs with him in order to be around him and learn if he's the Ripper. But then he yeah. insults his mom and he's like, fuck that. I don't care anymore. I don't care about you. I don't need to take abuse from a man who kills women. Um, and then and then Mr. Masterson is like, I like this boy. He's got gumption. He's now my personal steward. And Alfie's like, fuck me, please. I hate this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's the real Jack the Ripper. He's really on board. Um, he is, they don't specify, I don't think, like he had some sort of incident where he has limited mobility in his legs, but he's really like his upper arm strength. He's like a beast, right? Like there's a whole scene where he's in the gym. They're like, he's a strong, <laughs> he's as strong as 10 men. He's like Alibaba, whatever. Uh, or Prince Ali, fabulous he, Alibaba. That's who I'm referencing. <laughs> strong as 10 regular men. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's you Jack got there. The Ripper. Yeah, I yeah. got there. I knew that. I knew that. Uh, the lyrics to that song immediately. Uh, I also was confused. So he, his injury was sustained in a carriage accident or something. I don't know. I which <laughs> that seems like you could have just. It seemed like that was. Once we knew he was the Ripper, I thought that at some point we would find out that his injury was actually Ripper related because mm. that just seems like the sort the of Ripper thing that ripped would, his yeah, yeah. legs. Like maybe um, you know, uh, 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 Alfie's mom was in the carriage and she uh pushed him <laughs> under it purposefully. Alfie's mom, the real, <laughs> the real ripper. She's a, a ripper, ripper, of course. Yeah, um, she's a ripper reporter. Because <laughs> that's the other thing. With, oh, so, sorry, reporter. I'm getting sidetracked. So, my other question about this man yeah. is, how old is he supposed to be? <laughs> He's ancient. He's like forty. <laughs> Right? I don't know. Right? So he he committed the crimes. What was it? Twenty four. Twenty four years, years ago. Yeah. I would say he's at least like in his mid fifties. Okay. Because he, I believe, most accounts of most eyewitness accounts of the Ripper, which are few, uh, mm-hmm. said he. Because I think we brought this up. I looked it up last week or last time for the same re- the the. Mm-hmm rule people out i think yeah. he's supposed to be like 20s 30s right so i guess okay. that technically works if he's, he's like, like a medical student i think is uh, that's one of the something th- I've heard. one of the theories that have been yeah. put forward um but also medical students were like that was way broader in range in ages back then because it mm. wasn't necessarily like you go straight out of college you know it was like when you have time or not straight out of college but like you don't like education in general wasn't necessarily you stay in school it's for you know the x number of years and then you immediately go to college there was a lot more um, i see you know like just, you finished oh, when you finished right either you're you save up money for it or uh you are like oh i'm a wealthy i'm a wealthy man who just has has a hankering to be a doctor now or you know whatever um so yeah it was less like you would have necessarily have been a specific age for that mm. um but anyway point being that i guess 50 would make sense for him but the way that he talked and acted and stuff made it seem like he was 80 
and people kept yeah. referring to him as like ancient and an old man and stuff which wizened wizened and and just rabid which maybe it's like oh his bad soul has made him age quicker i don't know could be um all that evil gives you wrinkles um <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah the best uh the best skincare routine is to just not be just not don't be, be a, a bad guy yeah yeah but it was it was he was a confusing man for several mm-hmm. reasons we never mm-hmm. really learned why he did these things which to me that's kind of the thing with jack the river right it's like if it is a person that is actually well known such as mm-hmm. juliana's mm-hmm. father that yes. would be interesting because it's the like, 17th earl of glamford yes because then it's a complication for our characters in a way that matters right yeah she has but to grapple is, with this now her loving father is a ripper of women yes but if it is just a random dude who they that have was no introduced to. two seconds before it was yeah, relevant. That doesn't. I don't really care. What I would nah. be interested in, if you're going to do that, is like getting in, into his head or like figuring out why he did this. But that's not really. You know, maybe that's a little too much for a middle grade series. But then maybe, maybe you shouldn't be putting. What was Jack, your motivation for killing those women? Maybe Jack? you shouldn't then be putting Jack the Ripper, famed murderer of women, into your middle grade series for no fucking reason except because it was so fucking you needed to kill. Else going on. <laughs> I mean, what else was happening at the turn of the Nothing. century that they could have included otherwise? Like, surely there were other things. No, I think that was pretty much it. <laughs> mysteries. I'm just going to Google mysteries from the turn of the century. I said I spelled mysteries wrong. I'm looking up unsolved okay. crimes. Um, he could have had... Uh, no, that's too, uh, maybe he could have had, uh, uh, I don't know, um, Roanoke. <laughs> I mean, that one's pretty much solved. A Holy Grail. That one's pretty much solved. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Yeah, Atlant- Atlant- they could have found Atlantis. They could have. That would have made sense with the Titanic. Right? That would have. They <laughs> yes, ran into they're in the ocean. The iceberg was actually the part of was the, the underwater city of yes. Atlantis. Yes. Um, who shot know, JFK? Who shot JFK? That's a little <laughs> after our timeline, you know? Um, no, nah, this is when he was a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got shot once as a, a baby. Yeah. Which, again, I'm pretty sure he wasn't at this. Mm-hmm. How old was JFK when he died? I thought he was like 40s. 40s. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, and that was in 64, 63. Two. 62, 69. I don't know. Let me nice. Google it. When, um, when did JFK die? 1963, I was right. Okay, you were right. I, I led you astray. Um, I didn't find any good mysteries, so maybe it was yeah, Jack maybe the Ripper really or nothing. Yeah, maybe there really not so it was just Jack the Ripper. Maybe the they could have made up one. The only other thing that I can think of that was, like, around that time in that vein is, like, Lizzie Borden, but that obviously wouldn't oh, fit yeah. even a little bit. You know, like yeah. Lizzie Borden, they knew who Lizzie knew Borden was. <laughs> That's why we say her full name in the poem. <laughs> um, I feel like there must have been like a jewel heist or something, right? Who or you stole just... the Great Hope Diamond? What <laughs> killed the dinosaurs? You could have just made up a jewel heist or something else equally yeah. mysterious but more appropriate for children. <laughs> I hate to be I hate to be that person to be like it's not it's not that it's not appropriate it's that it's boring if you don't get into yeah. the salaciousness of it and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. then you get into the complications of are we enjoying the salaciousness of this right so yes I don't want to bring that to a, a middle grade series I barely want to bring it to an adult series <laughs> <laughs> I want a series where there are murders happening aboard the Titanic mm-hmm in real time but it's yeah. not anyone famous it's just it's just some guy a new guy yeah you know that could have been fun too mm-hmm. i felt like that was really missing here in terms yeah. of the stakes with the ripper a because he wasn't able to do anything. he was going to america to have a doctor fix his leg so he could begin ripping again in the u.s yeah. which wild Yes. And Um, so the children's mission in this book becomes we have to let everyone know the Ripper gonna rip once he gets there. But they never manage to do that. They don't even really try. They don't try very hard. It's less like, oh, we need to do this now while we're on the boat. And more like, Mm -hmm. 
once we get to New York, we will do this. So we just mm-hmm, got to mm-hmm. hang tight until then. Which, we just like, got to not die until then. The narrative is already hanging tight for us to hit the iceberg. So we can't mm-hmm. then also have the narrative be children waiting around until they get to. It's just a lot more of like winking at the camera, right? Of being like. This is just like name dropping, but yeah. not even. So what they should have done here was just created a new murderer, a new mystery to solve. Mm. We got us. Four scrappy young teens solving the mystery. Maybe there's a talking animal. And at the end, they pull off the killer's mask, and it was the iceberg all along the Titanic sinks. Done. There you go. There you or go. alternatively, and I know I just like it because I came up with it. Um, yeah. But I think that it would have been better if the dude was a Ripper Ripper. If he was the ultimate then, Ripper Ripper. And he's like, I got to get to the U.S. because Jack's over there and yeah. I got to stop him. And then it becomes uh, I had to come to, out of retirement for this. And then it becomes them trying to make sure this man survives. Survives. Exactly. You know, but you know, he's, yeah. he's just the Ripper straight up. And then, uh, and then Gordon Corman's next series is about the new U.S. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping the Ripper. Four new teens. Uh, dumb. <laughs> Uh, so they find out the identity of the Ripper and, uh, Sophie very stupidly towards the end of this book is like, tells him that they know. Yeah. Hey, my friend Alfie thinks you're Jack the Ripper. Is that true? And he is like, meet me alone in a new location because these are secrets I don't want anyone else to know about. And she fucking goes and he attempts to kill her. Which Um, made me think this was a setup for her going and him acting in a way that seems threatening to someone watching but was yes. actually him like explaining i'm not the ripper i'm a ripper ripper and then and alfie, alfie didn't believe it jumps out and tries to push him away and then they have a whoa 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 hold on hang on moment you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that it was just it straight wasn't up that at all straight up what it said on the tin he's a ripper he is Jack the Ripper, and he tried to kill another woman. And he's like, it's gross because we get this scene from his POV, and he's just like so fucking pleased to be back at it. Um, it's yeah. really disgusting. Also, though, I would say not a woman, a child. Yes. Yeah. I just feel these are a girl, important not yet a woman. I feel like these Still are important distinctions to be made in this day yeah. and age. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Alfie saves her by hitting jack the ripper over the head with something they escape uh and they try to go tell someone what happened but you know what happened in the interim the titanic hit an iceberg whoops whoopsie daisy and at first everyone's like nothing's happening right because the crew okay so here's the thing this whole book um they had this guy on the boat that was like he was basically like the publicity department the the PR department of the White Star Lines. And he was like, bro, we got to go faster. We got to go mock speed um, in order to get to New York before our due date because won't that look great in the headlines? And this Captain Smith, this is his very last voyage. He's going to retire after Titanic's initial sailing. He's like, sure, why the hell not? They're also getting reports of like, there's icebergs ahead, but no one is reading the reports because they either come at a time when they're busy discussing something else or they just can't fucking be bothered. They just put the paper in their pocket and they're like, full speed ahead. Um, so Captain goes to take a nippy nap or something and he's got someone else in, in on deck steering the ship in the middle of the night. They find the iceberg and instead of like maintaining speed and going past the iceberg, they decide to like slow down. Uh, thereby giving them less maneuverability and then they scrape the shit out of the side the water the hole takes on a bunch of water but then all the rich people upstairs are like hey this is an unsinkable ship and i paid good money to be here i'll be damned if i die so no one is making a big deal out of it the crew was like don't panic anybody everything's fine just keep going on doing your thing but alfie when they go to inform someone about jack the ripper he and sophie are like wow this ship's taking on a lot of water Alfie immediately goes into panic mode. He's like, I got to go find my dad. I got to go alert people. Like, this is bullshit that we're all pretending nothing happened. Sophie, meanwhile, is like, I got to stop one of these very busy men and tell him about Jack the Ripper. The guy doesn't believe her, of course. Who would? Um, And then Patty is in jail, right? Yeah, he has yeah. been. He got caught. He did eventually get caught. 
So we did have like a full, if you remember in the Titanic movie, the scene where Jack and Kate are dancing and having a party down in we did have third that. class. Yes. We did have that exactly. I don't know. Is this like, is this a famous like, they had they had huge keggers in steerage third class I mean, on the Titanic. Is that like canon to real life? Is I, that a fact? <laughs> I don't know. I My assumption would be... See, I can't even decide. Uh, mm. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna guess yes, this happened. Now okay. I'm gonna look it up and see if because right. it would be just like really cheesy if he was just like I just I just watched the Titanic movie again. I'm just gonna rip that idea out for my book. Well, we had that same thing happen with that car in the first book where there was like that is true. Was that car. a famous thing about the Titanic? Let the me, car. Let me hold the on. The sex hold on. car. The 1912 Renault Type CB Coupe de Ville that was on the Titanic was purchased by William Carter of Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Okay, so that was legit. In Europe, who was traveling with it and his family. Okay, so that's true. That was a true thing. Have parties. This one, there's not an immediate answer for. Is this real life or is it, has movies become real life? There's a lot about gambling. Yeah, we know that. So the Earl of true. Glamford. Steward's passengers weren't allowed into the areas of the ship hosting other entertainments, but they could have their own parties and dances. So, I mean, kind of like this what like a- they say in the book of, like, where the one where Papa Glam is like, what's with this fucking party? And the guy's like, we let them have parties so that they don't, you know, get too mad and rowdy. <laughs> so I guess it, it's Fanon. probably true. <laughs> Who can say? Um, but yeah, so so potentially just like in the movie or just like in real life, there's a big party in steerage and um, Patty is seen there and Juliana is also seen there. Juliana is also seen there and her dad gets word that Juliana is down there at the party and he comes, he, he goes and tattles to some crew members. So they go and they break up the party. They chase uh, uh, Patty all through the ship. He's eventually caught and put in the brig next to the two mafia men uh, that were trying to kill him in book one. If you remember, they were they were put in the brig, and now he's next to them. Great. So that's his location. Um, and so the thing about Juliana also is that she has recently found out from her father that the reason that they are going to the United States to meet with this oil baron is because. As a, as a woman of the upper class, the only value she has is to marry well into a family with lots of money. The, U, the U.S. man, the oil man, wants her for one of his sons so that they can be titled. And Juliana's dad needs the money because he has been losing a lot of money gambling. And I think that she finds this out after the party, right? Because he's like, yes, why did you go to the party? Do you the rumors will he- the rumors the will spread to the, my businessman friend. And she's like, why would I care about that? And he's like, because you were going to have to marry one of his sons and blah, blah, blah. You get a choice between the three of them. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to need some ages on those sons because depending, it's not going to be much of a All choice. All in their 30s. Know? All in their 30s. <laughs> also, this is a real thing that happened around this time was um, Americans trying to uh, more more generally i think uh women to men but there was a a thing with americans trying to marry um folks with titles in Mm. england as sort of a way to seem more cool why we uh literally warred with them yeah have to worry about all that shit but you know whatever it's fine but then the poor Uh. started getting ideas and they feel like (laughs) we got to find a way to reinforce that we're better than them oh god um (laughs) So then she becomes like a feminist immediately. She's like, you know what? Actually, Sophie's mom does have a lot of good things to say. And uh, that's her whole thing. She's mad at Papa. And also Uh, her own mother. Also at her own mother for letting her be taken away. At the beginning of the first book when she gets on the ship her mother is like crying uncontrollably and she's like don't worry mama i'll be back soon and her mom's like <laughs> she cries even harder um yeah because the intention is to, for juliana never to come home it's just to stay there with her new american 
husband, which is weird that like, wouldn't the mom go to the wedding? Like you will. My, my assumption. And again, I might be, um, cause Juliana is 16 and they specifically say that she needs to be 17 before she can get married. So my assumption would be, it would be sort of, and this is also a thing that sometimes happened would be, you'd get engaged and stay, um, kind of living in a family friend's house or possibly mm-hmm. with the family itself, but probably not because that would get iffy in terms mm-hmm. of like respectability. Um, but you would be, you know, put up somewhere if it was that sort of, because these like voyages took so long. Um, so probably this was just the, the meetup, get her to pick out a, a kid and the handoff sort of thing. And maybe the mom would have come to the wedding later, but it would have been would like, hope. it would have been at least a year from the sinking of the Titanic. Cause she's not of age or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yes, because she's still she's 16, 16 yeah. and they're waiting for her to turn 17 because yes. that will be of age. Yes. I did just so. say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> I am I am also saying it. No, you're good. <laughs> so I'll we can out. both have I'll, said it I'll together. Without me being a bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally wasn't focusing on when you said it, apparently. <laughs> oh, Wonderful. Um, and then I don't know if anything else happens between really. that and then. That's pretty much not it. Not really. I think that's it. I think we got all the, the highlights. We hit all the highlights. There uh, weren't many. We have some low lights. And some low lives. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Uh, Word wonderful. Play. Wonderful, Gordon. Thank you for gracing us with this book. It was a book. We're on to mm-hmm. the next one. Um, before we wrap up for this, I did, I know I didn't remind uh, you that we should do theories and I can't remember if we did for the first Gordon Corman one mm-hmm. but I did write down some of my theories and I would just okay. like to review them going into this next book sure first theory Juliana will fake that she drowned in the Titanic so she can live her own life and will become a feminist second theory the Earl of Glamford will die third mm-hmm. f- third theory Patty will be adopted by the Irish family who will lose one son in the sink <laughs> Uh, fourth theory. Okay, but for real, I think Alfie's mom was involved in the Ripper murders. Potential victim, maybe, or her mom was a victim or something. And somehow Alfie solving the murders will allow her to come back. IDK. Great question. (laughs) Alfie's dad dies, if above is true. (laughs) Irish mobsters will try and capsize or take over the lifeboat that the children are on. Um... Jack the Ripper dies, obs, and they decide not to tell anyone because he has some comment about wanting the fame or attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so those are my theories. Yeah. Um, I would say um, if I had to go back in time mm-hmm. and pretend like I didn't know anything about the third book, yeah. uh, biggest estimates are, um, or guesstimates of what would happen. Uh, obviously... I think Alfie's dad dying was definitely like high up because he works in the engine. Yeah, he poor. He and he, yeah, he is poor, so he would not have priority to get on a lifeboat. Mm-hmm. Sad. Um. Also, feel very confident the Titanic will sink fully. Good. Submerged yes. in water. Probably a solid, solid bet on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. That's all I can say without giving away too much, I think. Those are the two most obvious ones I had. Wonderful. Uh, was really, well, yeah, I won't say. Because you guys want to be totally surprised in two weeks. Through four weeks? Two weeks. 18 weeks. <laughs> 10,000 years. Uh, 84 no, we will... years later. <laughs> we will be back in two weeks with the final book in this saga, uh, Titanic. SOS. Sunk. SOS. Sending out an SOS. By Gordon Corman. Mm-hmm. Um, before heading into the, de- the, the depths with the Titanic, mm. be wrapping up my unit on Furry Sleuths with Shady Hollow by Juno Black. Uh, all right. And in the meantime, if you have any books or units you'd like for us to cover on the podcast, either because you think we'd love them or hate them, you can tweet at us at shelfawarecast or email us shelfawarecast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Otherwise, otherwise, mm, we will I not, hate making another we will Jack the Ripper not joke. release you from your cells the way oh. that 
um, Patty does at the end of this book to the Irish mobsters, which we oh, didn't mention. I don't one? think it is at the end of this book. I, I just saw it while looking one. for a quote. Sorry. Yep. So we won't do that. There we go. We put it. We got it in the episode. We got it in. We'll probably mention it at the top of next one. Uh, awesome. If you use Apple Podcasts or oh no yeah that's fine if you use apple Podcasts or spotify uh we'd very much appreciate a five-star review but if you don't that's all right because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like in the words of gordon Cormon, more embarrassing still was amelia bronson's choice of clothing she wore exclusively purple white and green the colors of the suffragist movement here they were among the wealthiest most celebrated people alive and mother looked like she was draped in the flag of some exotic banana republic wow Wow, Sophie, you need to chill. You do need to chill. Also, purple is like a royal color, don't you know? Yeah, just but it, it is also a lot in yeah. a lot of island print vibes, I feel this like. This is true. So, and the, I did look it up because I was like, did that term exist at this time? And it was pop, or it was first, first coined in 1904. So uh, it did. It was, yeah, not anachronistic. Good job, Gordon. Gordon does his research. I'll tell you what. I'll give him that. He knew not to put Nazis in this one. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I hate this. Why do I laugh every time I do an intro? It's not funny. It's very serious. We're talking about Jack the Ripper. And the Titanic. Can you imagine? And the Titanic. Two tragedies. This is so serious. We need to be the most somber we've ever been. How How many lives ended after both of those tragedies like um five f- plus 1500 yeah. i mean it's very concrete numbers i guess yeah i got well no because some well, people disagree about the jack the ripper ones yeah because i think That's it's like five to seven maybe okay okay or maybe more than that or maybe less or maybe less I there could be like, some totally undiscovered you don't even know yeah i always feel like anytime people talk about jack the ripper and then i hear how many people he killed i'm like oh that's all Mm-hmm. That's not very rippery. Why was everyone so was scared? Everyone so freaked out. And it's like, yes, he did maybe send some like human flesh to the police, I think is kind of part of it. Mm-hmm. And then like the from hell letters are very spooky, scary. Yeah. But also like he might not have even written those. We don't know. So we don't know. It just kind of seems like everyone's gassing him up over like not really that much output honestly you know? we could have done it better honestly, now we would have been better <laughs> would have been better rippers <laughs> next month on our secret patreon on our se- <laughs> if you get to our thousand dollar a month Ripper level Chronicles. you too can become our murder victims uh don't tell the fbi thank y'all don't use this in the court case yeah please us. please re- delete this recording um 